The Mike Morgan Podcast, guaranteed to make you laugh. Not a guarantee. Greetings and welcome to the Mike Morgan Podcast, episode four of the Mike Morgan Podcast. Thanks very much for listening, folks. And today's episode, guys, I just want to talk about my experience in Vicker Street last night. And I'll also be playing a snippet, a five-minute segment of me on stage. I recorded the gig in my pocket. I was like, do you know what would be cool for the podcast? If I recorded it in my pocket and then got to show you guys uh, a bit of the, the best gig I was ever at in my life it was like even when I wasn't there like even if I wasn't there it was the greatest show I was ever at in my life over a thousand people crammed into historical theater and I got to meet some cool people on the day and obviously Enya Martin it was her show sold out it's her sixth time doing Vicar Street sold out absolutely stormed it Um, and afterwards then Christy Dignam's daughter the main singer of Aslan who passed away recently his daughter who is also an amazing singer uh song how could i forget you in this crazy world was actually sung which was actually wrote about this lady and she has her own music career now she's in a band with her husband and they came on at the end guys and absolutely rocked the show like she sang that song as well they absolutely rocked the show they want the dry eye in the house so everyone was laughing from start to finish and then music after it was at one of the best shows Probably the best show I was ever even at, not even performing at, just at in my life. It was unbelievable, and I have to thank Enya Martin as well for even giving me that opportunity, and Vinny as well for even believing in me and to give me that opportunity uh, to play in Vicar Street. And like I was saying to my girlfriend on the way home, even if I get no further in comedy than this, and all I ever got to do was play Vicar Street, um... I'll take it, fuck it, like, anything else is a bonus, do you know what I mean? All I was doing was writing in my room, playing FIFA on the dole, hoping to God to write a couple of jokes together that someday I might have the balls to tell on stage, and that led to being able to play in Vicar Street at some stage, which is, you know, I, I absolutely, I'm just so, so delighted and thrilled this morning, because usually in comedy, I feel like, I, I feel like an asshole most of the time, I feel like everyone thinks I'm an idiot, and there's nothing worse than a dude that thinks he's funny. And he's not. Do you know that kind of way? I hate, like, if I say I'm a comedian, that means I think I'm funny. And if I'm not funny, there's nothing worse. Do you know? I completely get it. So most of the time, I'd be walking around with my head down. Do you know what I mean? Just like, oh, everyone thinks I'm a fucking idiot. And do you know, nights like last night and today, you know, I kind of woke up and, do you know, holding my daughter, playing with my dog. And it's just like, do you know what? Cool, man. This is so fucking cool. Do you know what I mean? Um, and even if I get no further, I'm so, so happy. So a bit of a background to the, to the gig. I, um, I, I've supported Enya Martin in a few of her gigs and uh, she was obviously impressed with me so asked me to do this one so obviously very very happy that she did but I was absolutely bricking it yesterday morning. Yesterday morning the, the day of the gig I was absolutely bricking it. Now usually I don't. I, I, I get a bit of anxiety before a gig, but that's more about, come on, give me the microphone, give me the microphone, let me storm this, I can't wait to get on stage. That's what it's usually about. But yesterday, it was very nerve-wracking because, first of all, there's a thousand people. Second of all, I'm only a support act. They don't know who I am. They've all come to Enya Martin, you know? And the fact that I wasn't just doing 10 minutes, I was doing the whole first half. I did about 25 minutes to half an hour. And the whole reason I was nervous is because I was starting off pretending to the whole audience that I was Polish. Now, this guy, this Polish character that I've created, he's been created in the past eight months. 
he's taken a lot of hard work and I really enjoy working on this character. Do you know, I really do. Um, I've been developing him for a while and I'll be honest, I've done this character, I'd say, about 25 times. I'd say 20 times he's absolutely smashed it. The other five times it's gone very poor. It's gone very poor. So statistically, it's a big risk for me to be doing the Polish slash Cork dude because he's a Polish he's a Polish Cork character and to bring him to Dublin, I was kind of like, will they get it? And basically with this Polish character, it's all about the key. It's all about the key that I start with. If I start off, you know, hello, welcome, how are, I'll tell you a bit about myself anyway. If I don't start off in the right key, they know I'm not Polish then, you know, so it can go very bad. So I'm, I couldn't eat yesterday. My mam called out to see me to wish me best of luck. And she was like, why are you nervous? Because I'm usually not nervous. And I was like, ma'am, this Polish guy, like, the first sentence out of this Polish guy needs to be correct, like. And she was like, Mike, I have no nerves for you, like. And my mam is usually ner- nervous, like, for me. Do you know, and she's followed me in my journey with me, I suppose. And she was like, I am not nervous at all. I am cool and calm. You're going to fucking nail it, like, do you know. And all the way up the road, I was shitting it. I was practicing the Polish fella. I was trying to get his key right. I was even at the toll talking as a Polish fella, in the shop talking as a... Just getting into the fucking character of the Polish fella, like, you know. Because if he starts off well, I'll do five minutes as a Polish man and then introduce myself as Mike Morgan for the rest of it. And I know Mike Morgan will kill because he kills all... Well, he kills 99% of the time with my jokes. I don't want to sound cocky or anything, but they're tried and tested jokes. I know they work. But the Polish fella, I know he works. And when he works, he blows the room off the place. But when he doesn't work, it's a fucking disaster. So it's a huge risk that I was taking. But I thought to myself, um, Vinny is Enya Martin's agent and Vinny's really backed me. Like, And I want to impress Vinny. Because Vinny's... He's shown me so much love and respect. Like... He's calling me about my daughter. He's he's asking me to do all these gigs. He's really impressed. And even he told me. Even he rang me a couple of days before. And he's a Dublin fella, Vinny. Like, he was actually the agent for Aslan. So that's how Christy Dignam's daughter was there. And, like, so it was an emotional night for him as well. Like, so he's very experienced. He knows what he's talking about. He rang me two days before the gig. And he goes, yeah, story, Mike. Come here. I hope, you th- I hope, I hope you're doing that Polish fella, yeah? And I was kind of humming and hanging over it. I was like, do you think I should? He was like, 100% you should. You definitely should do that Polish fella. So I was kind of thinking, okay, if I go up and do Mike Morgan, and if I do well, and if I just do Mike Morgan, uh, there's a hundred straight white comedians that look like me that are funny. But if I go up and be Polish, and then go into Mike Morgan, it shows range. It shows that I, I can I can switch. I got, I got different gears. Do you know what I mean? So not only am I there to do well, I'm there to impress Vinny, impress Enya, because they've shown so much love and support to me. I want to fucking smash it out the park. And, and if I didn't do the Polish fella, I would have been kicking myself on the way home that I didn't, that I didn't take the risk, do you know? So I was sweaty all the way up, I was I was shitting it, I was at the sound check, I was like, oh my god, let me get through this first line. Once I get through this first line, everything's going to be okay. That's all I was thinking about. A half an hour is a long time to be dying on your hole in front of a thousand people if that first line doesn't go right. And thank god it did. Thank god it did. So guys, yeah, uh, that's uh, what I've done is um, Jessica's going to just edit. I, I recorded the whole gig in my pocket. No, I'm not going to play you the whole gig because I want you to come see me someday. I want you to pay tickets and come see me someday. Um, so I'm not going to give you my whole set because I want you to see that in person. But what I am going to do 
Jessica's going to uh, edit uh, the, the audio in my pocket. Now, I'm sorry if it's not 100% clear, but you can definitely hear what's going on. So I will start off with Enya introducing me and me pretending to be Polish for five minutes in Vicar Street, which is one of the most nerve-wracking things I've ever done in my life. Like, I was nearly getting sick on the way up the road. But there's a beautiful, there's a beautiful quote, right? And um, I think about this every time I'm nervous. And if you, if you get nervous, think of this quote as well, because it actually helps me. It really does help me, right? So there's this rugby coach. He's a Welsh fella, right? Now, I don't care about rugby. I think it's the worst sport ever invented, to be honest with you. And I don't, you don't need to like rugby to like this quote, okay? So there's this Welsh guy. He's in the dressing room, and he's getting his players pumped up. And he says this quote, right, about being nervous, okay? He was like, um, you feel those butterflies in the pit of your stomach? Well, those butterflies will turn into dragons. And those butterflies do turn into dragons. If you've butterflies in your stomach, that's your body letting you know, mate, we're about to do something worth doing. Like, We're about to do something that we're not comfortable with, but it's worth doing. Anytime you have butterflies in your stomach, whether it be going on the first date with the love of your life, uh, whether it's asking a girl out, whether it's doing a test that you know you, you're going to pass, but you, you need it, all these kind of things that are worth doing. Well, those butterflies, all the way up to that moment, when you're in the moment, those butterflies turn into dragons. And that's all I would. Those butterflies last night, once I grabbed the mo- microphone, they turned into dragons, boy. They turned into dragons. No more butterflies, like. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, I love that. Those butterflies on the pit of your stomach, those butterflies will turn into dragons. And they fucking did, boy. And I'm delighted with it. So, Jessica's going to edit up a bit, of, uh, a bit of my set last night. I hope you enjoy. Uh, this Polish man's been a work in progress for the last eight months. I hope to build him up that he can do a half an hour set by himself because I really enjoy drawing, um, uh, writing jokes for the Polish fella. And it was a big risk I took. And I'm buzzing this morning that I took that risk. I don't think many comedians would have taken that risk. And I did. So I'm, 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 I'm patting myself in the back this morning. I'll go back to feeling like an asshole on Monday. And what am I doing with my life? But for today, I'm delighted. And thanks very much for listening to my podcast, guys. Genuinely, it's only the start. And I hope you're... It's a bit all over the place as well. I know sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it's serious. But wherever you are, at work, with the boys, at the gym, chilling out by yourself. Uh, you have a day off work. I don't mind whatever it is um, just thanks for listening I really enjoy uh, doing the podcast and I hope you enjoy my Polish fella um, yeah I'm so happy I did him so I hope you enjoy my podcast listeners uh, here's a little snippet of Vicar Street last night And you was going to get an Irish person to do this part, but she knows I would do it for a hefty price, like, you know? <laughs> so, I am just going to do three, four minutes before I bring on Mike Morgan. I am actually the first Polish comedian to play Vicar Street, so... Okay. <laughs> so I start off by telling you a bit about myself, anyway. in court with my parents when I was 14 for better life. <laughs> Can you imagine moving to Mallow for better fucking life? Like, you know? You're probably thinking in your head, where is he from in Poland that is worse than Mallow like? Fucking house like, you know? <laughs> oh, 
My parents tell me Mallow is like land of opportunity, like you know. I was expecting to see Statue of Liberty, like you know. First thing I see when I get to Mallow is drunk fella, and he's shitting into a plastic bag outside the chipper, like you know. And this is Tuesday, one o'clock, like you know. Why the plastic bag, like you know? Make no sense for me, like you know. And all the Irish people were bullshitting my parents like they were like, oh, you come to Ireland to take our job and take our women. I tell you first thing for fucking straight away, like you know. We want fuck all to do with your women, like you know. <laughs> Things are bad enough, like you know. Fucking <laughs> well. And Polish woman is rocket, like you know. You sh- my mother, I was breastfeeding till 22, like you know. Fucking hell. <laughs> I'm only joking, obviously, you know, but uh, it's my job. <laughs> but, uh, no, for me, Irish woman is the most beautiful woman in the world. Like, look at him tonight, fucking beautiful, like, you know. My first girlfriend, she was an Irish woman. Her name was Rose, like girl from Titanic, like, you know. <laughs> Well, this shit go down very fucking fast anyway. <laughs> I did not see the big iceberg, like, you know? <laughs> she always bullshitting me, like, she like, you better never break my heart, because my father is in the army. <laughs> I am like the Irish army, is it? <laughs> I will kill your father, like, you know? <laughs> No problem for me. Like, what is he going to do? Irish Army, take me to a different petrol station, like, you know? <laughs> Trying out the chicken fillet roll, like, you know? <laughs> Fucking hell. I don't, the only thing I don't like about the Irish ladies is that they bullshitting each other, like, they are bad friends for each other. You ever see Irish ladies getting ready to go out on the town, like, and they're getting the makeup, and doesn't matter what you're looking like, they say the same fucking thing, like, you know, oh, Sarah, you look beautiful. I never see anything so beautiful in my life, Sarah, like, you know, but Sarah must go sideways to go out the fucking door, like, you know. You know, you are bad friend, this is no friend for me, like you know. If Polish women say, you know, hey Sarah, maybe we go gym for four months, sort it out, and we ride rockets, like you know, no problem, like, no, you bullshitting, no, Sarah, keep fucking eating, it's no problem, like, you know. And then after four years, Sarah died from diabetes, like, And you go to funeral and you stand over the coffin and you still bullshitting Sarah, like, you know. Oh, she looks so peaceful. Oh, I never see anything so peaceful in my life, like, you know. There was nothing peaceful about how Sarah fucking died, like, you know. She's clutching her in the elevator asking God for one more chance, like, and God said, no chance, Sarah. I give you plenty of chances, but you have shit fucking friends giving you bad advice. The last thing I will say about the, pocket, the Irish ladies is that they always say the same thing like, I love the bad boys. Oh, I can't get enough with the bad boys. Oh, I am a sucker for the bad boys. I agree with you ladies, but there is a big difference between good-looking, cheeky, chappy, you know, bad boy, and fella that kicks slight cats around his locker estate, like, you know. 
this, and this, this man is psychopath, like you know. <laughs> so before I bring on Mike Morgan, I will leave you with this joke. I'm sure you all hear about the aliens. Because aliens is real, like you know. But you better be very careful because aliens is 100% coming to Ireland, like you know. Because we have the best benefits, you know. <laughs> Every alien will get 450 in house in the middle of the estate, like you know. <laughs>